It's the Real Estate Podcast, across every state, city and town of Australia. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast, available on iHeartRadio every morning and also Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcasts from. Well, it's a Tuesday, the 16th day of August, kind of halfway through the month for 2022. And coming up this morning, we are going to be looking at commercial leases with Sam who is back, just how much focus are you applying to your commercial leases? And what are some of the processes and the safeguards? Well, we're going to get the lowdown on all of that this morning. And tomorrow morning, we're going to be checking out a suburb in Victoria, which has now been discovered as a desirable location to buy into. We'll also speak to the selling agent to discuss his real estate pathway. We are just as addicted to property as you are. Every weekday morning from 6.30. Well, a few days ago on the Real Estate Breakfast, we were discussing the fact that a lot of people let their mortgage rates drift on their current rate with their banks when in fact they are paying more money than they need to. And yesterday there was an interesting piece on PropTrack talking about a record number of Victorian households who are switching home loan providers to try and combat the increasing rate rises. And this I found astounding. One in five of the state's mortgage holders still had no idea what their interest rate was. Latest Australian Bureau of Statistics data shows that a record of 8,115 Victorian owner-occupiers refinanced to another provider in June. Now that beats the previous monthly record which was set in May of 7,420 people. Now it comes as Finder Research shows 14% of the state's homeowners have refinanced their loans in the past six months, with another 13% planning to do so in the next six months. But don't don't wait six months, do it now. Almost one in five are on a fixed rate home loan. So if you are going to be shopping around, good luck with that whole process and I hope you are successful. And if you're celebrating your birthday for today, the 16th of August, have a great Tuesday. You share the same day with Jay. James Cameron, the director of the Titanic and Alien, he's turning 67. Madonna, she's turning 63. And Steve Carell, he's almost 60, he's turning 59 today. Grab your coffee and switch on your real estate breakfast every weekday morning from 6.30. It's the main centre forecast with propertybuyer.com.au. And around Australia we go to check on your Tuesday weather for Sydney. Expecting a bit of cloud today, but it should be mainly dry. A high of 19 degrees. Melbourne expecting showers, unfortunately. Your top of 15. Brisbane, beautiful sunshine once again and a high of 22 degrees. And in Perth, one word, rain today. And your high of 20. Degrees. From first home buyers to property investors and everything in between. Every morning on the Real Estate Podcast. Let's talk property contracts and conveyancing, a podcast series with Sam Saad. 
Well, here's a thing for you to consider. If in the coming months you're looking to invest in the commercial property space, now whether that is retail office or industrial, at some point as the owner you will have to get your head around a commercial lease. And like it or not, there are many pitfalls that buyers can easily miss when buying a commercial property. It's extremely important to really take this whole aspect of a commercial lease seriously. Do your due diligence. And one of the first people you should be talking to is a lawyer who specialises in commercial leases. So to help us discuss commercial leases, we have Sam Saad back, who is the partner and owner of Clinch Long Woodbridge Lawyers at clw.com.au. And a very good morning to you, Sam. Welcome back to the Real Estate Podcast. Now, can we first start by looking at the different types of leases people should be aware of. Thanks for having me back, Craig. There's two different types of leases that are in commercial properties that you can come across. The first are retail leases, or normally they're more regulated leases, and the second types of leases are commercial unregulated leases, which are usually industrial and commercial office leases. So what about the difference between the two types of leases? Retail leases are usually for tenants that predominantly sell retail goods, and they're usually a lot more protective for tenants. You know, the the Retail Leases Act in each of the respective states has been introduced to cover off those tenants and to assist them to not have powerful landlords take over their premises and take control of their businesses. And, you know, there's specific lists of tenancies that fall within this list that are protected tenants. On the other hand, you've got commercial leases, which are known as unregulated leases, and they usually cover the remainder of leases, such as commercial offices, you know, industrial warehouses, large shopping centres. Usually, you know, large landlords such as Woolworths, etc., don't need that Retail Leases Act protection. And so what are some of the things that commercial parties should look out for when considering a commercial lease? Because, I mean, there's just so much to think about in this area. Yeah, that's right. One of the things that a lot of parties can overlook is the options under a lease. An option is a key part of a lease because the lease term is usually what banks lend on and look at to understand the strength of a property when you're buying it and when they're lending. One of the most important things is an option and whether it's been exercised under a lease. Sometimes people miss that because a date expires and either the option has or hasn't been exercised. And the courts take a very strict view at how options are exercised and looking at that. If an option lapses, that time frame is gone. You either have to negotiate a new lease or enter into a new lease rather than just simply exercise that option. If a tenant's missed it or a landlord's missed it, that's the end of it. It's important to, to make sure that's looked at carefully. That can be so expensive, I guess, right, if you miss it. Well, if you miss it, you basically lose your rights as a tenant in the property. You know, if you have a multi-million dollar business that's sitting there, then you've effectively lost your further five years and you have to relocate your business. It could be a huge cost to a tenant and also a loss of security for the landlord. Now, this is a interesting point to think about. Tell us a little bit about the make good and repair clauses. This is, again, so important. How important are they? Yeah, Craig, you're right. They're quite important in a lease. They need to be looked at carefully because this clause could be something that could be a huge cost to a landlord if they don't carefully look at it. It's important if you're a landlord for you to look at the fact that is there going to be the tenant that's repairing the fit out at the end of it, taking it away, or is it going to be your cost? If it's your cost, it's an investment you need to look at to make sure you account for those costs. 
it's a clause that can be easily glazed over by buyers when they're going to do a review of a lease. If you're buying a property, you want to make sure the tenant removes as much of the fittings as possible so there is as little cost for you as the landlord in moving in. Or alternatively, you want to have that discretion to be able to make a decision on it. And I guess that is such a grey area because as you say, rightly so, if you don't have it in the contract, if you don't have your T's crossed, the I's dotted, that could end up costing you thousands of dollars to get that back to the right state of where it was when they moved in. Yeah, absolutely. And it's super important that you detail all of that or you make sure it's at least covered off in the lease that you're already going into because you won't be able to change those terms after you enter into the lease or buy the property. And one of the other contentious issues that can lead to all sorts of problems is the assignments of lease. For example, are they different for retail leases versus commercial leases? Yeah, absolutely. Look, for commercial leases, it's unregulated. Whatever the terms of the lease are what governs what happens in terms of assignments. You've got terms that are drafted. Some leases are drafted quite vaguely. Others are quite detailed in terms of what needs to happen when you assign a lease. However, on the other hand, with a retail lease, irrespective of what the lease outlines or how detailed your lease is, it's always the Retail Leases Act that applies. So you might have very strict procedures that are outlined in a lease, but at the end of the day, it's got to fall back with the Retail Leases Act and what that outlines in terms of what needs to happen. And it's really important because these are quite strict procedures that a lawyer helps you out navigating your way through an assignment process under a retail lease. The thresholds are not as high, but they can be quite hard to get through if you don't do it right. And just talking about getting it right, I just wonder how many times, Sam, you've had somebody come to you when they should have come to you in the first place, but they did it a way where they thought that they could sign off and cover it, I guess, on their own footing, and then you're left to pick up the pieces. Yeah, look, if I had a penny for each time that happened, I'd be a millionaire, but it's honestly something that can be easily missed. And the timeframes are weeks and weeks, sometimes if you miss a date. So if you don't get it right, you could lose the sale of your business or lose the sale of the property or have the wrong tenant in the place that you want them to be. So it's important that you get it right. And some people, when they buy a commercial property, they try to change the lease terms to suit them, but they can't really do that, right? No, unfortunately not. You know, it's something that's locked into place. It's to give the landlord and tenant some certainty around what they're going into. In some instances, you know, a landlord or tenant may be willing to mutually negotiate and change those terms, which gives the tenants some security. Sometimes you can ask for a longer lease and usually landlords are usually happy with that. All right, so there's some good takeaway points there. Sam, thanks again for joining us on the Real Estate Breakfast. Uh, Look forward to chatting next time. Thanks, Craig. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.